What's up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm J Lag. And I'm NB. And we are recapping American Horror Stories Season 8, Episode 1. And it's called The End. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our MVPs, our best moments, our best lines. So be sure to stick around for that. And J Lag. Yes. What did you think? I loved it. I thought it was a really interesting, intriguing pilot, like opening like episode for the season. Uh, we heard a lot of things about the season. There was a lot of crossover that was going to happen. So I think it like set up a lot that I'm really excited to see unfold as the season goes on. What did you think? Yeah, I totally agree. Like, I love the episode. I loved how they set everything up. I loved the apocalypse like in the beginning and like everyone just like rushing out. Um, yeah. The whole vibe was definitely there. I'm just worried that they're gonna get too big for this season. Right. Um, Which but, you meant you mentioned like, that whatever. like a little bit earlier because they like as we know they're taking on like the Coven crossover. They're doing the Murder House crossover, and on top of that, it's just like a nuclear apocalypse. Like I feel like they didn't need the crossovers. And for also it to be like amazing, you also know? there was a cult um, crossover too in Coco and like Billy Eichner's characters because they were the two people from Cult. So like. Oh, are they? Yeah, because her name I think is the same. I think they just like moved to LA. No. Oh no. I think I, I I think I had read that somewhere. They were like the people from Cult. Oh. Unless they they're like completely different. I don't know. It sounded okay. like they were the characters from last season, but I could be totally wrong. Right. One of our listeners, please like clarify for us if you guys Let know. Let us know. Either but way, yeah, like, let's get into back. the episode. Let's get into like right at the beginning yes. when it shits the fan. Yeah. So literally, it shits the fan. Um, right off the top in the first five minutes of the episode it's the end of times essentially and we are uh, introduced to a few characters in the salon including uh, our girl Coco St. Pierre Vanderbilt aka Leslie Grossman and um, we also see Evan Peters who plays like her hairstylist and then her, uh, I guess, like her, not her maid, what is her, her assistant, assistant, yeah, um, who's played by Billy Lord as uh, that girl Mallory. Yeah. So, so basically, all, like yeah. she's her hair's like did, like she's like, cool, I look good. He's like, yeah, yeah, like you're good. She it's gets so like a funny. Skype call from her dad. Yeah. Who's who's like a billionaire, I guess, and he's in Hong Kong with the His mom fam, and yeah. like the son. He's like, yo, you got to dip. But, like, she has all these alerts on her phone, like, there's a ballistic missile coming, and she's right. just laughing it off. She's like, no, 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 like, it's just a joke, like, right. it's what happened in Hawaii, like, no, like, this isn't actually, like, real. And he's but like, no, girl, it's real. Because, like, oh, gosh. Like, that but I feel like, I feel like real. half the people in our generation would say the exact same thing to be like, no, right. man, nothing's happening. Like, it's probably just, yeah. like, a hoax. Like, it's not real. And it's really interesting to see even the way they, they set it up. And, like, you know, we've seen, like, end of times movies and all this stuff. But, like, this is so current because it's, like, happening. Like, I'm assuming this is happening in 2018. Like, this season is taking place yeah. like, right now. Yeah. So, it's interesting to see, like, how people have been affected by like social media and how like these phone alerts like we have these phone alerts but like it's not doing anything it is making some people crazy and go like go insane but then there's some people like her her husband's character who's played by billy eichner um brock he like gets out of a meeting and he's like sick i like just got a deal and she's like no like this is serious yeah we gotta she's go. like hurry so there's like all these different people's perspectives and of course like hs hs is always like exaggerated and like yeah 
It's and it's yeah, they're just crazy. So so she gets this phone call. The dad's like, I have an airplane waiting for you at Santa Monica Airport. Like go there right now. Yeah. Like get into the air and like you'll be good. So she gets there with with Billy Lord's character, mm-hmm. and then Evan Peters's character goes home, and his grandma is Joan Collins. Yeah, she's like. Nana, it was very random though. I was like, I don't get it. Like why? I mean- I guess like she's pro- she's probably like such an icon, like a gay icon, and like Ryan Murphy's like we need her in the show. True. I have no idea. So so she shows up as like the nana, and she's like pretty funny. Um, she's like you can tell she's like a bit of a Trump supporter, because uh, she's like I'm rich and I have all this money, and like it doesn't matter, I'm gonna be untouchable. But he's like no, we gotta go. So he drives to the airport. So and he's he like, gets to the airport too. Yeah. And he's like, we need to get into this plane. Like, we got to leave. And things, like, get even more hectic. Because, like, first he, she calls, like, her. It's, like, it's such, like, honestly, it's so funny to watch the way that they wrote this scene. Because, like, they start off with, like, literally the scariest moment probably of, like, our generation's lives is, like, World War Three essentially. For sure. So, like, seeing that all unfold. But also throwing in all these, like, really funny moments. Like, between... Like uh, oh, especially Coco between Saint the Pierre two of them, and, yeah, yeah they're like, hilarious. She she was basically like, "I'm gonna leave you," but she's like, "So you know that contract that we like wrote up when we were married? Like you can now see other people." And she just hung, she like he's like up. he's like bitch what he's like don't leave me in Santa Monica, and yeah, so yeah, basically hilarious. like he can't get back to he can't get to the airfield in time because yeah. like people are literally storming the plane and they're like gonna kill her to get into the plane. Like taking LA is like already bad with the traffic on a regular day. Like imagine when it's like these. No, like, and, the and I think like honestly, I think that scared me the most because it was such a simple like reason. Like the poor guy's literally stuck in traffic. Like he yeah, can't even he can't get leave. to her, and it's such yeah. a scary thought. Like the only thing in between you and your fam is like other cars and other people and traffic. Yeah, it's pretty sad. So actually. it was really scary. So anyway, so like she gets into the plane, I guess, and like they dip. Mm-hmm. They fly up. They fly out, and uh, like the pilot or the person that was like helping them, like he even gets shot because he people gets shot, were, yeah. were rushing the the plane. So, so then they they're in the, the plane, air. like they're in the air. The plane is like gorgeous inside, yeah. and then they realize that like there's no one flying the plane. It's like on autopilot. Yeah, because they're like, where are we even going? And then Mallory goes to the front. And she's like, there's nobody flying the plane. She's like, but I, yeah. I originally thought that they were gonna crash. I'm like, wow, that was like a, such a yeah. waste of four characters. But they didn't crash. They like actually see the nuclear bomb like go off in mm, the sky that was and, really like, freaky and then like Coco's, that was like, so scary like it closes up on coco's eye and she's like crying and then it cuts to the credits which by the way we should probably talk about the credits since it's the first episode what did you think of the i honestly credits? didn't pay much attention to them to be honest i didn't like i didn't analyze it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> mostly that what? reason yeah no i like from what i did notice like it's it is its own like apocalyptic whatever but you can definitely see that there's a lot of coven crossovers. There's a lot of imagery from the coven season mm-hmm. that was inserted into this, uh, into the imagery for the, the opening. Into the intro, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's really interesting to see that so, right off the top, they want you to know that it's going to be this, like, real, like, connection between those two stories. Yeah. Um, so I don't know much about, like, nuclear bombs, but, like, is the air the safest place to be when it hits, I guess? I don't like, think so. Like, I'm actually thinking it's, like, a full-out miracle that they got away in the first place because uh, I'm pretty sure that blast, like, is pretty insane. Also, like, a missile was coming after them, so, like, they're so lucky that they didn't even get hit by the missile in the first place. So, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, anyways, it's yeah. all, like, let's just suspend our belief and assume yeah, yeah. that they're, like, all good. Unless, like, you know what I was kind of thinking, too, and this would be, like, the stupidest twist ever, but... 
if like everything that's happening in the season is like basically everyone's already dead and like they're in like purgatory which i feel like could be the potential situation where like they're deciding because i really do feel like at this point in time like everything is currently really unbelievable but it's also ahs so i'm trying to like let it happen but it i feel like it really is going to play with the themes of death and like life and, and death like and hell and bad and hell and like heaven. we did see a lot of all of those references in, even in this episode too like 666 right. and like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so anyway, and like, we'll talk about yeah. all that so right so right after the credits it cuts to a scene that was 40 minutes before the bomb goes off so basically it's like where we saw coco's character yeah but like with a new set of characters and it's um the guy i think his name is tim or mm-hmm. the, the kid's name uh he He's with his family, and then they get the alerts too. And the this like these agents come, and they're like, "We're gonna take your son away because he has like the special DNA that could potentially protect him for like the next like like they basically want him to like repopulate the Earth yeah, when it's but, like okay to come back up, I guess. Right, but only like him, like only him, yeah, like not his parents, not his brother, even like it's just him. So they pull him away, and I think he was like, "I don't want to go, I don't want to go." They're like, "You don't have a choice. Like we're taking you." He like there was a full out SWAT team like in the house, right. and they're like, "We're taking you with us." So they take him. Yeah, and then obviously and, the family's like gonna die, right. which is so like ugh, I can't. It's really it's, scary. But that's the thing. Like they they put us into two moments in that before before the whole bomb explosion, and my heart was like, "Oh God, yeah. what would I do in that situation?" Like it's so real, and it was such a like contrast. Like here's like this one girl who's so rich. And, like, she had a way out. But, yeah. like, this kid had a way out, but his family, obviously, he's not going to get out. Like, it's a really sad story. Yeah. Like, his um, dad was, like, basically, like, say goodbye to your Yeah, family. he's, like, like say goodbye. Like, like, this is it. It was so, so crazy. Heavy. It was so crazy. Um, um, so, yeah, so they take him. And then sh- uh, he gets, like, shacked up with, like, some other chick that they found. Yeah. I forget her so name. So where now. do they take him first? They, are, is he, like, underground at this point? So, like yeah, you're in they, the shelter, right? Yeah, they put them in some like little like I guess temporary bunker where they're like you're going to be safe here for now, and then um, two weeks later, so he meets some girl and I should know her name because we should, um, but he meets the he meets like I guess his like new love and interest for the season, which is very obvious in the very beginning, right? Yeah, but she was in prison, so we know that she was in prison when they took her. Um, oh, so there's going to be I'm sure going to be a little bit of backstory there. But she oh, no, she was protesting. That's why she said that she was protesting uh, when it happened. So so they took her because of her, her DNA is like lit, too. So right. Her DNA is lit. So they're both um, taken away. And then it like it's like a cut to two weeks later. Yeah. So this is like fallout season, basically. Yeah. And uh, it's like very dreary. It shows like the ups- outside world now, and it's like man, it is dead. scary. It is like bleak AF. Like yeah. it's like everything's dead. Everything's like dark and gray. And there's clouds everywhere. So they are taking a car to this one space, and like essentially the people who took uh, Timothy away was like they were like, okay, well you're gonna be staying here now. It's a part of the collective. So we learned about the collective a little bit, which is mm-hmm. essentially a like group of elite people who prepared themselves for something like this and they set up all these bunkers around i don't know the world or if it's like maybe like just, in just in la yeah. i have no idea but there's like a couple and this is like the third outpost of like i don't know how many um and so they're gonna take them there 
Um, and so they get there and they meet uh, our girl, uh, Sarah Paulson, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Wilhelmina Venable. Um, yeah, what, what a name. What did you think of that introduction and like who I she's I mean, I love her. I love her character. I felt like the intro was a little cheese. Like she came in all like talking like she was from like the 15th century. Like and they're it was wearing a, 15th it was a little yeah. Like, like it was really a little awkward. like it was almost like a show. Like it was like a like a play. Like a Broadway. Um, yeah. yeah, and they're putting on a show for them, which I guess they kind of are in a sense. It's like Moulin Rouge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they get so they get introduced. Um, and one of the things which I didn't understand, like one of the things that she tells the two kids that are obviously going to fall in love, like yeah. she says, like you guys can't like sleep together yeah she gives like house rules and essentially it's like so the the two major ones that we take away are number one like no copulation is allowed like no uh unauthorized copulation and they're like how would you even know and they're like so the one thing that we did miss talking about is as they're walking to the bunker they see these two people like standing on the outside and they just get shot in the head as they're walking Mm -hmm. by so like clearly and she says like there's no copulation allowed are you guys serious and um like miss venable is like you saw the two grays that were like in the on the outside when you guys were coming in like i'm dead ass serious or you're yeah. shot in the face basically. Yeah. um and then the second house rules or i guess like what this whole situation is all about is um there's a divide in like society already in this bunker so there's the purples mm-hmm. and then there's the grays so the purples are like the nobility the people that are I guess the part of the next like the more valuable people the more valuable so the two kids were in purple right yeah yeah and then they have to wear purple clothes and the clothes are very like like Victorian kind of like very posh like fancy pantsy and like the girl was like the fuck am I wearing this for and she was like you you have to dress like a purple you're a purple now yeah um because you're basically royalty and then the greys are like the worker bees um who have to like take care of everything yeah and uh also she asked her like are you a purple like the girl yeah are you a purple and um Sarah Paulson's character says, like, Wilhelmina says, I'm not either. I'm just, like, see me as, like, the face of the of the group that's taking care of you guys. Like, yeah. of, of the collective. She's, like, she's like one of, she said she's, like, one of the strongest arms or, like, the strongest branch of the collective or something. Or, right. like, she does their work or something. She's, like, just see me as the face right now because, yeah. like, they're, like, I'm re- representing them. Yeah. Um, but then we dig deeper into that a little bit later in the episode. But uh, so we basically stay in this like underground bunker for the rest of the episode, right? Right. Which I feel like the entire season is going to be in the. No, I really hope it's not. Why? I really hope it's not. (laughs) It was so dreary, and it like I felt like nothing much. Like it was just conversations happening. Right. Like I don't know. It can't. It won't stay like that. That that's a crazy. Like that'll be such a letdown. But like I think most of it probably is going to be underground. I mean, the one thing that I or will in a bunker. say about American Horror Story is what they do a lot of, and they did it last season with cults, is they focus on people's fears. And I feel like that whole idea of being uncomfortable, being bored of seeing the same people day in, day out, like the claustrophobia, like they're going to try to enhance that for the audience because that is like a fucking horror story for me. Like people don't want to be held down into this, in these, but I also think for their entire life. Yeah, no, for sure. And like how it makes you crazy. Yeah. I think we're meant to feel a little uncomfortable. I do agree that it shouldn't 
like, like and you know how HS does point, things. But... They they never have a linear way of telling a story. That's so true. I feel like we are gonna like jump back and forth into people's like backgrounds, yeah, flashbacks. Yeah. Um, like we got that like yeah. California sun for like two minutes, and then seriously, it's like darkness, I was so darkness. happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so they basically sit down for like the first dinner is when we sort of see everyone in the same room, right? Yeah, and it's essentially everybody that we met in the first like uh, the first act with like. Uh, yeah, Coco so it was everyone like his, in the airplane. Yeah, plus the two lovebirds, plus, and then another couple, right? Right, the gay that was couple. it. Yeah, yeah. So it was uh, Andre and some guy, some other guy. I don't even know who he is, um, but Andre's played by Jeffrey Bauer Chapman, who I'm like, I have a huge crush on, mm-hmm. um, and also Adina Porter, who plays Dinah. Yes, Stevens. she was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she she's the too. one who plays like Beverly in like last season. Yeah. She's like the one that was in like all these other seasons of American Horror Story, and she plays, I guess, she's like a, a talk show host. Like the way yeah, they refer to her is like she's kind of like an Oprah, but better. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um. So anyway, so she's in that storyline too. And then we also meet... Wait, did her character in Cult become a talk show host? No. So I thought it was the same person, okay, but it's okay, not. Because okay. her name was Beverly in Cult. True, true. Okay. So, unless you so, change yeah. her name. No, no, but yeah. it's not. Um, so and then we have then, Kathy Bates. Then we also. meet Kathy Bates, who's basically like an army monster lady. And uh, she's helping, she helps Sarah Paulson. Like, she's basically yeah. like the, the strong arm in this yeah. situation. So, yeah, I think that's basically everybody. We do see Amazon Eve. I don't know if you noticed that, but she's one of like the military people. She was in Freak Show. She's like the super, super tall, giant lady. Oh, no, I didn't notice her. Yeah, so she's, that's also, I guess, like an Easter egg crossover. Where was she? Season. She was just like one of the army people. She was like in the oh. background. She didn't have any speaking lines this episode. Oh, okay, okay. But I'm sure she's gonna like play a part later. Um, yeah. So they all sit down for dinner, and then they realize that there's like rations for food. They have to eat these like tiny little cubes of nutrition. Um, and you also have to remember that these people have been there for like two weeks prior to the kids coming. So they're like already going a little crazy. And they're like, what are we going to do? Like, this food is so, so shit. Like, Coco's losing her mind. She's, like, yeah. dropping every type of, like, like insult. Like, she's, like, over it. Um, but then the, I guess the big thing that happens at dinner time is, like, somebody is radiating. Like, they they found an, a radiation spike. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. In, the radiation's the going off. So she comes in. Um, what's her face? Uh, Kathy Bates comes in with, like, the checker. And she starts checking everybody and everybody's like all tense or whatever. And, and I guess like, like, and I guess they're very strict. We find that out too. They're very strict with people taking care of themselves. Yes. And like making sure they're like clean and like they yeah. don't have radiation on them, obviously. And also they're, it's gonna they're affect not other allowed, people. Like they're never allowed under any circumstances to go above yeah. ground at all. Yeah. So there's that. But that was my question too. I was like, yeah, anyways. So yeah, continue on. Yeah. So they're not allowed to go up, but basically she's checking and she's saying like someone might have lied and said that they went up but when they really didn't um so then it ends up on the guy that i don't i don't know his name but like jeffrey bauer chapman's like boyfriend the boyfriend yeah, yeah. he like starts like going off and then so does mr gallon who's um evan peters yeah. so they both have to be sent away for like decontamination and they get like scrubbed like to death, like shout. Yeah, like, she's like, like scrubbing their bodies. Like their they're naked like bodies. raw, like they're like red. And it's like so disgusting. And then finally they do the second check, and like, like Mr. Gallant is clean. She was but, like going on his butt, and I was like, what? Does he have something like sort up there? And I was like worried about like, like is this gonna be like a whole like commentary on like 
gay people not being allowed to be a part of the next generation. True. Like I didn't know yeah, I yeah. wasn't sure where they were going with yeah. it, but he like ends up like getting cleared, but the other guy is still dirty. And the other guy's like, please don't do that to me again. And they're like, don't worry about it. And they, like, blow his head off, yeah. like, right away. So he's gone. So RIP to that guy. Yeah. The one thing I will say that we forgot to mention is as the two kids are getting ready before, right before dinner is um, Timothy's taking a shower. And he, like, gets out of the shower. And he sees a 666 that's, like, drawn onto the mirror in, like, right. steam. So and then it disappears like right away. What did you think that was in that moment? And yeah, like at the same time when he sees it, you hear um, Wilhelmina's like whispering, like, whispering voice. So like, I definitely think like you were saying before, like there's something to do with like the underground, the underworld, like, like death, wherever the F we are. Yeah, like it's something. And like, I don't think she like she must have superpowers or something that she's whispering. You think Wilhelmina like, yeah. Does? Or you don't think like the entire bunker is just like haunted? Yeah, it could be, but then, like, why is it her voice, like, whispering? True, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's weird. So, there, so anyway, cutting back to um, the guy dying, uh, and everybody's basically going insane, um, but at the same time, like, this guy is, like, dead. Yeah. And, and everyone's basically hungry AF right now. Yeah, super, super hungry, and they're over it. But there's, like, nothing, there's nothing that can be done. Like, this girl, like, what's her name? Coco's hair is, like, all fucked up now. Um, yeah, and then it also skips to, like, 18 months later, right, at that right, point? Right, right. They're still in there. Um, I think at one point in time they finish dinner and, like, the song keeps playing. Oh, my God, I was dying. That was, was so funny. Because the they're, keep- like... I think they're playing the same song is playing over and over again for like all, like a month or right. whatever. And I'm assuming that like they're thinking that it's coming straight from the uh, collective. Like it's like a it's like a message from them. Like it's the oh maybe yeah play. yeah. Because as soon like suddenly the song changes, so that means that for like the past like three weeks or whatever they were in there that it was playing that same song. Yeah. So they change it, and like Mr. Gallant's like, oh my god, they changed it. It's a sign. We're gonna get out. They're gonna come for us soon. And then, like, it cuts back, and it's, like, no. Like, 18 months like, later. And like, you know how they do their title screens? It's, like, da dum It's, yeah, like, it's 18 like, months later. I was, like, wow, they never got out. Yeah, and, like, Coco, <laughs> like Coco's hair is, like, all jacked yeah. up at this point. Like, she doesn't give a shit. She's, like, super hungry. Everybody's tired. Everybody's over it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think it's... It, it was just really funny seeing how, like, they showed that whole, like, time lapse. But at the same time, like, 18 months? That's, like, a no, long I was thinking about that, too. Time. I was like, yo, that's, like, more than a year. That's a year Like, and that's a, a long time to just be stuck underground. No, barely any food. Like, like you're going to go crazy, basically. Yeah, and you're doing the same thing every single day. I'm surprised yeah. that any of them, like, didn't go insane and kill themselves, like, yet, at least. So they're back at dinner. They're eating again. They're right? eating again. Um, or did that happen before the 18 months, like, flew I, by? I don't even remember because I feel like we might have, like, scrambled up. Like, Basically, at some point, they eat the dead guy's, like, body. Yes. Oh, his name is Stu. Now I remember. Because oh, because <laughs> it was like we had Stu like, in his stew. Yeah, exactly. So uh, the guy that died, they're like, oh, as a gift because everybody's, like, traumatized by the death. Um, here's like a special meal and they finally get to eat like meat like full meat yeah. and uh, they're like what is this it looks like a finger and then the guy starts freaking out and being like oh my god it's like stew and like the boyfriend's like no like you guys are eating him and like Joan Collins is like I don't care I'm like hungry right now 
Um, but it was like really fucked up. So I don't really know what the situation was, but I'm assuming that yes, it was him. Yeah. But for at sure. the same time, I'm like, it's true. If it's is it can cannibalism if they don't properly cook it? Like, doesn't isn't that gonna screw you guys all? I mean, up? not to sound savage, but at the end of the day, like you guys are gonna starve. You guys are going crazy already. Like, just if it's gonna fill you up. Just, just eat it. Just eat like, it. don't speculate. Like, they could have taken the bones straight out of the soup. Like, I don't know why they left freaking human bones in there. Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, they I were so bait. But, like, yeah. yeah, like, at least do that. Anyway, yeah, it's really sketchy. I think we also missed a scene. Oh, we're missing scenes. We're a little all over the place. But there was a scene where, um, right after dinner, Kathy Bates' character is, like, getting ready and she like knocks on the door and she goes into Sarah Paulson's room and Sarah Paulson's wearing a purple dress. Mm. And so is Kathy Bates. And like they're so excited. They're looking in the mirror as if they're like, oh, my God, we're like. So what does that mean? Up. What did that all mean? So all that to me meant was they're they're supposed to be technically working for the collective. But right now they i think they just found out that like a few of the outposts have like been destroyed mm -hmm. so they're like one of the last remaining ones so they're no longer they don't feel like they're no any longer attached to the collective they want to be a part of the elite but they've been these like worker bees kind yeah. of um so it's like this fantasy that they're trying to live of like being these purples and like being doted on and stuff but yeah. they're never going to be able to like get to that level that's why they were like do we look silly? Like they looked, they acted as if they had never worn purple clothes before. Mm. Um, so it it's very much like a secret for sure. Like that they're like, uh, like sneaking around, like drinking, like yeah, they were like wine playing cards, like, playing like cards. yeah, yeah, like definitely and, feeling themselves and having a good time. Right, and also we learned that like a lot of it was set up. So like she pretended that the guy was actually um yes, radiation yes like so there's a lot of things that show that they have a lot of power to manipulate and mm -hmm. control this group of people the reason the question that i have is like why why are they doing this like what what's the reasoning behind them it's like, interesting because because kathy bates character had a moment where she said she goes i was born into like an army family right um like, like I, just I follow orders. rules i take orders so someone who says that to me is okay with taking orders and like she's obedient but maybe right. like, she's gone to a point where she's like f that this is yeah. the new world and i'm gonna be on top kind of and thing. i think that's what sarah paulson's trying to like persuade her to be more of like to be more like open to the idea of like us it's almost like over the world it's almost like there's a new world and you get a chance to start over right yeah so who do you want to be in this new world essentially right. And okay, so this is my question to you, NB, because I'm not sure if I sh I'm just reading into it too early or what. But um, should we be looking so far into the idea that it's two women who are running this bunker, and that already with the power that they have over a span of less than a year, they've already turned it into a very, like, like it's very manipulative. It's very like. Is it a do you think it's a commentary essentially on yeah like, women I think ruling the world and yeah how that and would I go. think and I think because last season was so the opposite of where 
Um, it's funny because when I started watching it on, on TV last night, I watched the ending of Cult because they were just replaying the old episode. Right. So I was re-watching that finale and where like, um, what's his, was his name? Um, Tate? What was his name? No, I forgot his name. But yeah. Um, I know anyways, he was like going leader. off, the cult leader. And he was like, you're never going to rule the world. You're never going to have this. Like men are going to be like better. Da, 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 da. And so going off of that and then going into this season, I was like, oh my God, like, is he flipping the switch and now giving the chance to these women um, to run the world, to right. have that chance and to see what they're going to do with it. But I think see- definitely that can be a theme. Right. And maybe is for the season, for sure. But my worry is, like, are they... But that's what I'm saying. Are they trying to say that women are just going to be these, like, manipulative crazy Well, I people? think you're going to get both. I think he's probably going to show you different types of leadership, you know? Right. And I guess that's probably you're why gonna we're going to get a bunch the of, yeah. a storyline yeah. in there. It's going to be, like, a Destiny's Child music video. But definitely, like, like, I think, I think you know, focusing on women having the power now in this yeah. new world, breaking all the old systems, and now women have a chance to start... What are they going to do with it? Right, right. So, um, But they don't got the power for too long because yeah. um, I think we're basically at the end of the episode. Yeah, it was at the end. Um, essentially, we get a new uh, visitor um, coming through the gates mm-hmm. and he's riding on a like in, like in a horse and carriage, which yeah. I thought was kind of weird because I'm like, how are these horses? No, still it looked so creepy. Yeah, it looked really creepy. It was very cinematic, but like this like horse and carriage come through and i'm like of course the horses like have lesions all over them because like they're radiation yeah but um he rolls up and he shows his id and it says michael langdon and so the big twist in this and like the big reveal is that michael langdon is the character from murder house if you don't remember um who was the like devil child essentially Mm -hmm. so this is tate's like rape child slash the woman that gave birth to him with um, connie connie, 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 Brin- Brin- connie Britton's character right so this is the spawn of that kid and it's there's been talk that he's sort of like the antichrist um right. of this he's season like, yeah. so when he walks into the shelter he takes off like his mask whatever he has like this long blonde like beautiful hair yeah um, and if you haven't seen um american crime story versace he also plays like one of the characters in that um in that series <laughs> yeah so basically he he gets into the shelter and he's talking to sarah paulson's character right mm-hmm. and he's explaining to her that the other outpost um they're all gone or there's no one left but he has like a next level outpost that he wants to take people to right right so he he basically says everybody else is dead or they're on their way out i want to check it in to see how you guys are doing because you guys are going to basically be in the same situation soon mm-hmm. um and she was like oh so you're coming to save us and he was like no i'm actually here to decide who's going to be worthy to like stay to be saved yeah and who's going to be like saved um so he's basically going to decide like everyone's life at this point yeah um and that's how the whole episode ends. Yeah. Like, that's it. The that's end. it. So what are we taking so away So what from do you this? think? Like, who do you think is going to be, like, who do you want to be saved at this point? Um, That's a good question. I think, like, right off the top, like, you want, like, Coco St. Pierre to be <laughs> saved because she's, like, a crazy <laughs> bitch. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I get, it's really hard to say right now how they're going to set this up. Like, is it going to be like the Hunger Games? Like, they're going to like make, like, he's going to make, yeah, them go people through, are like, saying some, like, it might be like that. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure how they're going to set all this up, but it seems like it's going to be very much, um, 
like everyone's going to be out for themselves. Like it's raised the stakes obviously quite a bit um, to see who's going to step forward and actually like they spent 18 months like managing each other. But now that there's like something at stake, like they're going to like, especially if it's like the chance to leave. Of they're going to definitely like this is like some twisted Willy Wonka shit. So, yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see how they all start like turning on each other or like ratting each other out like we know that there's that budding love sto uh, story with timothy and his girl so like are, are they gonna get in trouble for that like or is someone gonna wrap them i'm out? definitely down to and i know what the story is gonna obviously gonna expand with these other characters yeah so i'm not gonna get too attached to these guys here in this bunker because i feel like by next week we'll go and explore like another place okay um so i'm kind of like ready to <laughs> yeah like no no it's well there's so many more characters bunker. like there's emma roberts still so like all those characters are still gonna have to come into play at some point sure. it's just sure. where you know where are we gonna we still have to get to coven like we have to see coven i think yeah but i think we have to see coven come in and this is i don't know if it's a spoiler or not but like we haven't seen like everyone who's watched the trailer go watch the trailer but essentially in the trailer you see the coven come to this particular bunker so they are going to see them face to face um and it's really interesting because i was trying to figure this out and maybe you, like maybe you have some answers too but Mon uh, madison montgomery who is played by emma roberts as well as um i forget her name but the one who plays who's played by francis conroy in mm -hmm. in the coven season mm -hmm. both of those characters died like they're yeah. those are the two specific characters yeah. that actually like kick the bucket in in coven cordelia mm -hmm. um good who is uh, also played by sarah paulson is the only surviving person in that trailer so i was like does that mean that they're they brought them back to life is it because it's the end of times like apocalypse that like you know how they say like in the end of times all the dead people will come back to life and mm -hmm. they'll be properly judged or whatever mm -hmm. like maybe like do you think it could that that's be. the situation yeah, yeah, for sure like because emma roberts is legit back from the dead because last time we yeah. saw her like her frankenstein boyfriend like choked her to death so yeah like i don't know like what do you think i don't know i i, I think honestly that your theory of like this being hell could very well be like what it is at the end right. but how like it's all gonna unfold yeah how it's all gonna unfold like i'm i'm excited to see that yeah and then like get really to the bot like we're still gonna see connie Britton and like all the like even her husband like we're gonna see everyone right so it's yeah. like how are we gonna see like what's what's happening guys i'm excited yeah i'm yeah i'm excited again uh but yeah even shy uh, uh what's his name cheyenne oh i love him What's he's my name? favorite he's coming back like, i forgot so his name there's I so love many him. people shine jackson sorry i knew hmm. that it was shine jackson there's so many people coming back to the season that i don't even know like where to begin cause... that's what i mean like where are they gonna all fit yeah but yeah no i'm excited i'm I, like you said i'm a little nervous where they're gonna take this story because i feel like already this story outside of every other like partial storyline that's gonna come could be its own story like i'm already scared i'm already like worried about what's gonna happen it is a little terrifying adding that supernatural element i guess with the witches is what really makes it like american horror story mm -hmm. but sometimes i feel like they go over the top with like the magic and, yeah. Like, yeah the yeah. murder and like whatever so it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out do you think that we're gonna see billy eichner again <laughs> like i don't know i almost you know i and i think he's he's doing something else but i i almost feel like they had them he had they had him in there for like 
Like a cameo. Like, yeah, like a cameo just for jokes to be like, look, it's him. I don't know if they'll bring him back for the full season. Look, at the end of the day, there's so many people. Like, it's there's true. still like more than half the cast that we haven't even seen yet. So yeah. I'm just like, how are we going to see everyone? What, like, do we have no time to see everyone? Like five minutes to see each person. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And I don't, like, and I don't just want it to be that, like, oh, five minutes, hey, I'm here. And like, and then they're out. Like, I want it to actually mean something and have it all connect to each other, you know? Yeah, for sure. I agree 100%. Recap roundups best moment so i'm gonna say that my best moment was the end of the episode with the whole like let the hunger games begin essentially with my glendon coming in even that reveal of him coming through into the bunker um i didn't even realize it was michael langdon until i like looked up a couple of reviews i was like oh true it's him yeah and he's like coming in like looking like the start from like interview with a vampire like i'm really excited to see what element this is going to add to the story yeah for sure uh, my best moment was Kathy Bates and Sarah Paulson just being like, hey, feeling ourselves. <laughs> well, they were like just like playing cards together, like in yeah. secrecy. Like it was a really cute, almost sisterhood. But I'm like, guys, don't get ahead of yourselves. Like you're going to have to like rule this ish, you know? Yeah, it's true. And, and it, it, was the, it was that first moment where I was like, damn, is he going to really look at how women are going to, you know, Try lead? to run the world. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. yeah. WTF, WTF moment. moment. Um, my WTF moment was your moment. It was just seeing Michael Langdon like in the end with like oh, okay. his beautiful blonde hair, and I was like, "Ooh, my who is Beto?" And like he was just so like beautiful, but like eerie at the same time. And I'm yeah, like, "Oh, he knows his, like, stuff." Yeah, he's like so he was very creepy, looking. and it almost felt like Sarah Paulson's character was a little scared of him. Yeah, nervous. so very nervous. So I'm very excited to see like all that play out. My WTF moment is the guy getting shot in the head like right away. Like I thought it was just so jarring. Like, it wasn't as terrifying to see, like, even, like, the two gu- two people getting shot when they were going to the bunker. Like, just, like, seeing that guy being like, oh, I don't want to get clean. He's like, no, worry about it. Boom. Like, it yeah, was just yeah. so... And then I guess on top of that, like, the whole, like, eating him part, which was kind of expected after he died. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, this is so... I feel up. like we're eight episodes, we're eight seasons in for AHS. Like, you can expect everything and anything because this show is literally crazy. It's true. It's true. That's a good point. MVP. My MVP has to go to one of the most waste characters this episode, but I effing love her. Coco St. Pierre Vanderbilt. <laughs> like, they had to add, like, Vanderbilt yeah. to it. Coco um, St. Pierre. Played by Leslie Grossman, because yeah. like, she was just, like, she killing was amazing. me laughing the entire time, what they did with her hair at the, the end of the episode. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure she's just going to be, like, a kill-off at some point, but I think she's just, like, hilarious to watch. Like, I love her. She's I feel so like she's one of those characters, that, like, where in movies where she's she always dies, like, early. Right. I feel like she's going to be that character in but, every like, season now. Not without, so, like, saying something sad. Yeah, yeah, for so sure. For sure. For How about you? Uh, my MVP is going to go to Wilhelmina Venable. Um, <laughs> You're okay with her right now. Right? I'm just, I'm a little intrigued, so I'll give it to her. Sure. I don't know if I'm going to give her MVP, like, moving forward. But for You're now, like, this, like episode I'll give that one, to her. Season eight, and, episode like, one. and, like, apparently she's playing two other characters. So, yeah. well, like, let's playing, see what happens. She's going to be playing Cordelia from Coven. But she's also playing Billy Dean Howard, who was the psychic like, from Murder House. how is that going to happen? I have no clue. I mean, it's going to be, like... like are they going to come face to face? This is so weird. I'm sure they will. They're going to be, like, doing, like, like I said, like a Destiny's Childhood dance-off. It's gonna yeah. Be um, but, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how she plays all those characters. But yeah, Wilhelmina's interesting. It's very different. Currently, it's very different from whatever Sarah Paulson has normally done. 
Yeah, because she's always like scared and like screaming and like yeah. dying. <laughs> yeah, and now exactly. she's like a boss ass bitch. So. Exactly. It's so true. Like finally she's starting off like a yeah. little bit like maniacal, a little bit creepy. LVP. My LVP is going to be Kathy Bates because I just feel mm. like she's right off the top. Her name is Marion Mead um, in the show. I just think that right off the top, she's like very eerie. I don't think she knows what she's doing with herself in this storyline. Um, she shoots that guy for no reason. Like I'm all about like gay power, so I just feel like personally attacked by that <laughs> that like <laughs> that, that murder. Um, yeah, and just to find out that she did it just to manipulate the whole story and just so they can have like for all we know, she did it just because she was hungry. Like we don't know. Yeah, seriously. Um, so yeah, she's my LVP. My LVP is going to go to Evan Peters' character, Mr. Gallant. Because I'm just like, not necessarily his character, but him. I was like, this character kind of seems lame for Evan Evan Peters Peters to be playing. You know what I mean? Now, granted, I could be totally just like early with it. And his character could be like lit AF. But like, I just feel like right now, I'm like, this is all you're playing. I know he's playing Tate as well at some point in the season. But this one i was just like not really impressed with like i guess your question is like they already have like another gay character they have jeffrey bauer chapman as like the screaming gay yeah, <laughs> which yeah, is yeah. like like obviously like that's essentially what mr Gallant's gonna bring too because yeah. he's like he's like i'm not having this i'm done i'm gonna yeah. throw this plate like he's just as sassy so like do we need two of them like is he gonna have like a like to your point is he gonna have like a character arc like is he gonna have any development as the story goes on like what's his purpose so yeah yeah for sure like yeah i guess to this point like he can be the lvp because like he didn't he was there but he like didn't do anything yeah the The best best line my best line it goes to actually ryan murphy his tweet after i think the show aired and all he said was hair like his mother eyes like his father and I got chills because like it was right at the end where like Michael Langdon came out and I was like oh my god his tweet like made me yeah it gave me so many goosebumps hearing hair like his mother though was like kind of killing me because Connie Britton's like yeah her hair is like popping into my head (laughs) yeah right it's It's true though yeah (laughs) that's so creepy yeah but his eyes aren't like Tate isn't Tate's weren't Tate's eyes black Anyways, I don't. Whatever. I, <laughs> I think they're blue. So yeah, I think he just wanted to say it like because of yeah, the hair thing. Like but yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's funny. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm. I'm really excited to see what they're gonna do with this character, honestly. And like, guys, honestly, there's so many things that they released during like when the actual show was airing on Twitter. Like mm-hmm. they, 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 um, they released like these little Easter eggs. We were like, what are they trying to say right now? You know? Oh, so it's man. really, it's really cool. Like even after, after watching the episode, just like go back and like read Ryan's tweets, read um, like AHS's uh, Twitter feed and just see like if you can, you know, solve any like of those like mysteries. Yeah. We'll, maybe we'll try to like live tweet it next week. My best line. There are so many great lines in this episode. Some are more serious than others. Like I think Sarah Paulson's character, um, she has a lot of really interesting characters or sorry uh quotes where she talks about how social media was like the beginning of the end and uh like there's a lot of like social commentary that is uh talked about with her character but i'm gonna take a lighter note and say my favorite line is coco don't leave me in fucking santa monica (laughs) by billy eichner because i I was like what's wrong with santa monica santa monica's beautiful yeah but he was like gonna die yeah yeah Um, 
but yeah i think the writing in this episode was great so was good really, it really was yeah yeah like it was light just enough it was really heavy when it needs to be they're heavy just and- they're just so relevant and i love that like they're yeah. so current with their little like inside jokes and like all those little things i'm like you know they're really yeah it was sure. really good and it's very yeah it's very relevant it's very like 2018 like you feel mm-hmm. like you're you feel like you're watching something now For even sure. though they're like in these like get-ups like you can tell they feel uncomfortable wearing these clothes so it's it'll be yeah. interesting to see how they play with that whole like old-timey versus like new age like or is this going back to the old age like it's gonna be interesting how they play with that um element as well all right guys that's the episode let's see um we will be back next week with another podcast on ahs apocalypse mm-hmm. so make sure you guys keep staying tuned um to the podcast also make sure if you haven't done so already you are liking and commenting and subscribing to our channel we are literally everywhere on we're on every, youtube yeah. itunes spotify we're on twitter we're on like Just, google music like yeah literally everywhere so and honestly guys we love hearing your commentary and your theories and if we missed anything because we probably did yeah. but comment <laughs> comment below under the video and like let us know what you guys are thinking or um what we should be looking um forward to in the in the season yeah for sure i think one of my favorite things from last season of american horror story was hearing people's commentary so i really want to have like an open dialogue uh with this uh, with this season yeah for, for sure. sure it's gonna be great All okay right, guys. guys thanks, thanks for listening so bye, bye.